0: The following is a Hoop bowl presentation.
1: What's up, Grizz Nation? This is Hoop Ball Grizz. I'm your host, David Williams. Sam Bruski. he's back again.
0: Yeah, you go. What's up, guys? Oh, man, not much.
1: We are coming to you uh, after. A pretty tough loss mm-hmm. against the uh, the Utah Jazz on Friday night. The Grizzlies went down. The final score was one hundred three to ninety four. The Grizzlies managed to ruin Mike Conley's return whenever he came back the the initial time, but the Utah Jazz turned it around on them and just dominated in the second half to take this win from them. It was it was a tough one to watch. The Grizzlies went in to halftime with a 15-point lead. Man.
0: Just lost it.
1: As is just how it goes for the – I don't know.
0: It's the the going thing for them.
1: It is. It's so – Frustrating mm-hmm. that it's been the same thing all year.
0: They do so good in the first first half, and the second half they're like, "Oh, let's lose because we and don't know what we're doing."
1: It seems to be specifically the third, the third quarter. quarter. They they've had some rough fourth quarters. They they have, but it's I would say, well, it's it's probably over ninety percent. I I didn't do the math on that part of it but they've won the third quarter two times out of 18 games this year. Just twice. Yep. Two out of 18. I don't know what that percentage exactly, but one Trash. for nine. Yeah, it, it's awful. They just didn't show anything. They had no energy. Obviously, the Jazz are a fantastic defensive team. They got the defensive player of the year. And in the first half, JV was really having his way. He He made – a couple moves when he had Gobert guarding him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is he the defensive player of the year? And it's like Jazz hit the locker room, come back out in the second half, and Gobert was a man on a mission. And he showed me he he had one shot that he blocked on Ja and I didn't even think he was close enough to block the shot. I knew he was going to contest, but he just closed the gap. He was right there. Ja was driving in And right at the last second, Gobert closed the gap, blocked the shot. The the Grizzlies scored 18 points in the third quarter in this game. They were outscored by 17. 15-point lead at half, and they only put up 18 in the third. Not good enough. I know that the Grizzlies are a young team. Going to be growing pains. We've talked about that. We've discussed that. It feels like on almost every show at this point. But, it pretty much you know, has, actually. You have to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. The The coaching staff, the players, something has to give. You cannot go an entire season losing every single third quarter. It's not every single one. They've won two. They, they outscored the Spurs by eight and the Warriors by four. They won the Spurs game. They lost the Warriors game. But that's it. That's the only two third quarters that they've won all year. They are down. They're negative one thirteen. <laughs> negative one hundred and thirteen in the third quarter.
0: Better than one fourteen, I guess. But I, goodness, that's <laughs> awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you want to be a, a glass half full kind of guy, right. it is. That's. I, I don't know. I don't know what to to blame it on I don't know I don't want to make excuses for anything I think maybe you know it is a rookie coach this is Taylor Jenkins first head coaching job that's
0: what I was about to say they're learning together
1: they they are mm-hmm. and so I I wonder if maybe that's it if, mm-hmm. if these the coaches that have been in the league for a while they're going in at halftime and they're making adjustments and are they just out coaching Taylor Jenkins at halftime Is that why the Grizzlies are losing all of these third quarters? But the the one team, one of the teams that they beat in the third quarter is the Spurs.
0: Pop took a nap.
1: He instead of coaching at halftime, he took a nap. He went and took a nap. (laughs) The mystery solved. Mm -hmm. I want to see them get this figured out. It's super frustrating as a fan of the team to sit back and watch them game after game after game after game it's just getting beat over the head watching them lose the third quarters Taylor Jenkins for the first time last night actually looked frustrated yeah on the sideline at the, the end of the game I didn't I didn't watch the press conference but I know that there were a lot of reactions on on Twitter about just his demeanor and how it was different. But we were at the game last night and you could see his body language was just different. There were some things that they have been working on that clearly the guys were just not executing. And it was showing by the way he was carrying himself on the court. And obviously it translated into the uh, post-game press conference. We're not going to beat on last night's game a whole lot. One thing one thing that's glaring to me from that game, obviously the, the Jazz stepped it up in the second half, outscored them by 17 in the third, finished them off, outscored them in the fourth as well. Your two best players are two of your best players, arguably the two best players on the team. Jaron Jackson and Ja Morant shot a combined seven for 26. You're not going to win many games like that. Some of that credit goes to the Jazz. Some of it is, you know, you're going to have off nights. So we'll take it on the chin. We'll move on. We're, the Grizzlies are 5-13 and 13 at this point. they The only person in the West that they're ahead of, the Warriors. That's it. They're next to last.
0: They're better than the, well
1: it's a western Le- conference. Yeah. yeah, I think um maybe the Hawks are 4 and 13 and the Knicks are mm-hmm. right around that area. But in the western conference, the only team that they're ahead of in the standing is the Golden State well, Warriors. Well, I was going to
0: say it's like that's the former champions, but it's not cuz Raptors won yeah. the year before, but the year before, of course they had Kevin, but
1: Yeah, I well that's a skeleton. I um, know, I know. But I'm yeah. just
0: saying. Still rubbing in their faces. We're better than the Warriors. Get smacked. That is pretty nice to say. <laughs> it we is, th- actually.
1: <laughs> t- take the wins where you can get them. That's we have right. a better record than the Golden State Warriors. If you had told me the Grizzlies would have a better record than the Golden State Warriors at this point in the season, would I be happy? Mm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I probably would.
0: I'd say you're high, but <laughs> <laughs> but look at them now.
1: Yeah, it's – um. A lot has changed around the NBA over the course of one off season mm-hmm. and the, the the early parts. Torch
0: has changed hands. That's
1: right. It, it definitely has. I I do. I have faith that they will fix this third quarter thing. We're 18 games into a season where the majority of the team has not really played with each other. So you have to build chemistry. You have to figure out what's going on and how you're going to come out in the second half, execute, stay in the game, and finish the game. One thing that I want to touch on before we move into the upcoming week, the Grizzlies got a big, big week coming up. It's, uh, they have four games this week, so they're going to be three of the four on the road. They play um, Indiana at home on Monday, and the rest of the games are on the road. But I want to kind of dig into something. that I I've, the, the last two games that I went to live that I picked up on – Are not live, the last two games that I watched, the Clippers and the the Jazz in the fourth quarter, Ja Morant is getting an immense amount of respect. You can see how much these other coaches, these other teams respect his game. He's a rookie, and they already know. They know that Ja Morant is the guy. So when Ja is bringing the ball across half court, if he gives it up when he crosses half court, they're denying him the ball. Patrick Beverly was doing it in the Clippers game, and they're not just – it's not lightly. They are heavily denying him the ball. And the Jazz, there were a couple times he got it back last night in the in the Jazz game, but it was the same thing. He was getting the same dose of he bringing it across half court, he give the ball up, and whoever was defending him, you can tell – we're denying him the ball. He
0: wasn't going to get it back.
1: Somebody else on the Grizzlies has to mm-hmm. step up. You had Ja Morant's usage in the fourth quarter. He's in the top three in the NBA. His scoring in the fourth quarter is, is very, very good. Somebody else has to to pick it up. The The Grizzlies' wings have been playing terrible. Trash. And the last few games. they Oof. The last five games, the Grizzlies' wings have just not been – not been doing it that they're not producing they're inconsistent grayson allen is coming off of an injury so maybe he's gonna you know he's got a little bit of rust but dylan and
0: dylan's depressing me
1: man he will have
0: he can have a good game mm -hmm. one game and the next game he ain't there yeah two three games in a row
1: I would rather see – he's had a 30-point game and I, I think multiple 20-point games this season. I, I'd i rather see him just come out and score 12 points a night.
0: Be a little more consistent that way. Yeah, at least. Just,
1: just, just come out on the floor, show up. Don't come out and blow up one game and ghost us the next game because it seems like that's what Dylan is doing. And I'm not ready to give up on these guys. I but – they need somebody on the wing that can do that job. They need another guy that can step it up. Maybe it's not a wing. Maybe that other guy that, that needs to step it up. Maybe it's Jaron Jackson. Maybe it's Jonas Valanciunas. It, it may be somebody that's already on the roster. It may be a guy like Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson is absolutely dominating the G League right now. Smoking. I will, I'll be the first to admit, there's there's a movement i'm gonna call it a movement uh you see a lot of hashtag free josh jackson the way these the way these wings are playing there's a lot of grizzlies fans are like this dude's dropping 20 a game in the g league why is he still down there call him up bring him back to the team and see if he is the answer I don't know if he's the answer. Do you think he's the answer, Sam?
0: Free Josh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so, I tell you what. Go, I tell you what. Go ahead. He probably won't be doing that in the NBA. But but I tell you, I'd say give him a shot and see what happens. What's the worst thing that could happen? He, he doesn't do very well. You send him back to the G League.
1: He's already on the roster. <laughs> you're not you're not losing At the beginning of the season, I didn't realize that he was still on the main roster, but he's one of the two inactives. Mm -hmm. And you could, you know, you can move somebody else to the other inactive and just see what he does. So I've got this is what this is four guys, mind you, the four wing Dylan Brooks, Grayson Allen, Tyus Jones, Marco Goodrich. Over the last five games, they have averaged 19 points, eight rebounds seven assists, one steal, and like a half a block. All together? All together. Four guys. That's what they've averaged. Josh Jackson's last five games, 22 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, and one and a half blocks. How do you not give him a chance? I know the Grizzlies are not really trying to win necessarily this year they're not trying to lose but it's a young team the Grizzlies were not projected to have a ton of wins but Josh Jackson is young just like the rest of this team why not give him a shot I would is is this the time do we wait maybe you you give Grayson Allen a little more time because he had the ankle injury maybe he starts producing the starting lineup hasn't changed outside of some injuries, like guys missing time. The starting lineup hasn't changed. I think um Josh ja set out a home game and Tyus started so the but it's been pretty much hard the, the starting five for the Grizzlies this year has been Ja Morant at the one, Dylan at the two, Jay Crowder at the three, Jaron Jackson Jr. at the four, and the bearded Behemoth at the five. Yeah. yeah. That that's been the starting five, and in the first half, looking great, they start off fantastic. the The first half of the games, hey, I went over the numbers on that. I, I don't have them here with me tonight, but the the in the first half, the Grizzlies are playing with people. They're mm-hmm. right there in it, and they have a shot to win the game. And, and against the Jazz on Friday night, they def they. 15-point lead at half.
0: They look like an eighth seed in the playoffs to me in the first half. I know that's kind of crazy to say, but they do. I said that last night to the guy sitting next to me. He mentioned a conversation about playoffs, and I mentioned I said, man, the first half, they do. They have the talent, too. Yeah. But yeah. that second half, especially that third quarter, it's just like, well, there's always next year. <laughs>
1: It's going to be one of those years. It is. Unless something just absolutely... They
0: trade for Giannis onto the Kumpa. Well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Won't happen. P- pipe dreams over <laughs> here. Unless something miraculous happens, they're not even going to be sniffing the playoffs. No. And to be honest, I'm fine with that. If the Grizzlies draft pick falls outside of the top six this year, it goes to the Celtics. I'm not sure who's in the draft that helps this team. There, there's there been conversation about that. I'm not going to dig too far into that because that's a long way away. We're, we're still a long way away from that. The Grizzlies need a wing that can score consistently. Not saying you have to have a 20-point-a-game guy, but you need somebody that's going to show up, and you have to have someone step up in the fourth quarter that's not named Ja Morant. Still want Ja to do what he's doing in the fourth, but the teams know the NBA is on notice. Jai is the guy for the Grizzlies. You shut him down. There's yeah. no scoring. They they struggle, mm-hmm. and that's the the Clippers. They knew that they had one of their best defenders denying him the ball like crazy. Jazz, same medicine, same and that's going to continue. I I don't see that changing until somebody else on this roster steps up and shows the league that they can produce in the fourth quarter, they're, they're going to be denying him the ball. If he comes across half court and he gives that ball up, he's going to have to work. They're going to have to set some good screens in order for him to get the ball back. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to jump into the, uh, the four games. I kind of mentioned a little bit. Sam, who are they playing this week? You got the list of four?
0: I do. They play the Timberwolves tomorrow. And then the Pacers on Monday, and then I believe it's the Bulls Wednesday.
1: Yep, Bulls on Wednesday, and then they go to Utah on Saturday, the, right? Yep, for the yes. third game of the season with the Jazz, and yep on Saturday. So the Grizzlies actually played pretty well against the Timberwolves in their first game. They beat them by sixteen, one thirty-seven to one twenty-one. Ja had a really good game. He was uh, twenty-six, four and four. Dylan, he had a season high in this game. He had 31 points, four Ooh. rebounds, two assists.
0: I remember that. I was there for that. I do
1: remember that. Dylan, one. give me half of Dylan. that. Dylan. Dylan, That was the game. Yeah, that, that's when it, that they started the doing it. That was the game. I remember you coming back and telling me about that. Was that was awesome. So I, I want half of that each mm-hmm. game. I want you to come out and give me 15 points a game. Not that you're really doing it for me. I'm not anything. I'm we just love you, to Dylan. Me. Do it for me. <laughs> so... Uh Dylan, great game. Brandon Clark was perfect from the field against them. He he had 18 points, eight rebounds, seven for seven. Brandon Clark is still doing great, great things. He I don't I don't know how many times I say it. I'll I'll say it again. I don't even care. Still of the draft. There was a, a tweet um on Friday night. They said if they redrafted last year's draft, where do you think Brandon Clark gets drafted? You think he goes in the top three? You think he still he goes above? If they oh, read? I was I, I yeah. was
0: kidding. I don't know. I'd say he's top ten.
1: Yeah, the, me too. I I don't out of the rookies right now. I mean, I would push maybe even
0: five. I don't maybe. know about five. I there, don't, there's uh, guys. I say that. So I don't.
1: I'm th- gonna this say is, top ten. Final answer. And, and I'm kind of there. I, you know, I Zion is still going to go just because of his talent level. He's been injured. I'm, I'm ready to see him come back. See if he can live up to this hype.
0: We'll see. Yeah.
1: Zion, RJ still getting drafted up there. Jaws getting drafted up there. Kobe White's been playing pretty yeah. well. Um, both of the boys for the Heat. Uh, Tyler Hero and is it Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Both of those guys have been balling out, so you know, I don't know that he's top five, but I think I don't think that he falls outside of the top 10. And he, he just playing well, shooting a super high percent from the field, mm-hmm. getting rebounds, playing defense. I want to see him get more minutes, I just don't know at the expense of who they, they
0: can take him from anywhere, anybody besides Jonas. If they take him from Jonas, uh free Josh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it's it's gonna be uh interesting moving forward and I wanna see Brandon Clark get more minutes. He he's definitely producing um th- this game against the Timberwolves is at home. Sam, I know you said earlier that you had something from this. What what do you got? What's the uh, like the the career head to head between mm-hmm. these two teams? They've
0: played ninety two games in the regular season. And the T Wolves lead that forty nine wins to
1: forty three. Forty 49-43. Yep, that's, it's close. That, that's almost five hundred. It's not bad. Did, yeah. barely. It's
0: not yeah. as bad as I thought it was going to be.
1: You thought the T Wolves were going to be really, right really, ahead? really? I did. Man, I the T Wolves when when the Grizzlies had the Core Four, the T Wolves had some bad teams up mm-hmm. there. So I'm sure, like the T Wolves, I would. I'm I'm going to have to go back and look at that and see what it is prior to the Core Four. <laughs> I feel like the Grizzlies close that gap a lot with the core they four. Maybe do. not, but... There's you know, no telling. That is, uh, that's Sunday night. We'll be coming. We'll have a post game. That's actually not even Sunday night. That's tomorrow, it's, Sunday afternoon. It start, it's 2.30 tomorrow. Yeah, it's an early game. So we will have the post game for you tomorrow. We'll get it up and running as quick as we can tomorrow after the game. Um, and then... here's a rough thing about what's going on. Like the, the game tomorrow against the T wolves almost skipped over this completely. The Grizzlies had two guys setting out. They called up Yuda, which he's a two way player. They can do that. But Ja John ja Moran is out. He fell into the cameraman, took a knee to the back and in the game against the jazz, which may have been why he had an awful night from the field. He was having back spasms. And he was kind of – he was showing Taylor Jenkins and he had his hand kind of in between his shoulder blades and saying that he was cramping right there. So so Ja Moran is actually not playing against the Timberwolves. And Kyle Anderson, he played Friday night, but he's going to set again against the Timberwolves because of uh, his heel issue. So There
0: was a, there was a tweet about Ja and the cameraman. He says, move them back. You see that? Yeah, he
1: he tweeted at the NBA yeah. and he's like, "Hey, let's move the uh, move the camera. He said, back. "Move them back." Yeah, the, there were some um, some media guys that were kind of talking about that, and and they agreed with moving them For back.
0: Everybody's safety, because I mean that's like an every game thing. Almost they land on top of them. They sit pretty close
1: to the court. Well, they they're really two do. feet
0: off the floor. Yeah. Off, I mean they're two feet away from the not off of it but you know what I mean yeah
1: it, it's scary for the guys that play at a fast pace because if they take a hard fall they could very easily land on those guys and the thing is like the cameraman he's just sitting there doing his job he's running yeah. when he sees them coming he can't just like up and he run his job is to hold that camera yeah. steady. I'm sure they'll figure something out. The NBA is very aware of uh, player health. We were talking about this earlier today. They used to play three games in a row. We, mm-hmm. we And you don't back to back is it. They, they play two. And, and, and that's so they're making changes. The NBA has been talking about making schedule changes. So I think that this is something that they will definitely take into consideration and look at doing something to mm-hmm. make this a little more safe for the players. So,
0: yeah, I, Go back to the the cameraman thing. I, one thing last year. One one thing last year when Dwayne Wade. I thought he killed the guy. He landed right on top of him, and he Dwayne missed it. Got back up. The cameraman didn't move. They go back down. I don't remember if there was a foul timeout. They scored timeout. It was was something in timeout. And then Dwayne Wade actually went back down and checked on him to make sure he was okay. (laughs) Because you could see, like, because the other cameraman came out on the floor and followed him all the way down. He's like, get out of my face. And he was like, are you okay? Are you okay? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. He goes, okay. And I'm like, I thought he killed him. I was like, Dwayne Wade, murderer, (laughs) kills cameraman. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. They need to move them. Move them back just a little bit or put them – Put them somewhere else. I don't know. They're better minds in the NBA than me, so we'll figure it out.
1: Uh, game two, Monday night at home. This is the only home game for the Grizzlies this week. They're playing against the Pacers. It's a rematch uh, exactly from, yep, seven days from later. The, from yep.
0: the last Monday. I'm excited for this one. The, the Pacers Yes, because we're yeah. going to that. And Malcolm Brogdon.
1: Yeah, Brogdon? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um the Grizzlies lost the last game. It was one twenty six, Pacers one twenty six, Grizzlies one fourteen. Jaron Jackson made a career high six three pointers in the last matchup. He had twenty eight and five. Ja had a double double. He was nineteen and ten. Brandon Clark. Imagine this. Brandon Clark was efficient from the field in the last game. No kidding? Yeah. He had seventeen points, only four rebounds, but he was eight for nine from the field. What JV do against them in the last game? He was a double double two, wasn't he? He
0: was
1: fourteen and ten. He had fourteen yeah. and ten against them. Sam slacking. I have it somewhere. He he lost his JV numbers. Good thing I got your back over here, man. The the Pacers just played the Seventy Sixers tonight, and they're one game behind the Seventy Sixers in the standings without Victor. Oh, well, I was waiting on Sam because last time when I said his name, he was correcting me. I figured he would go ahead and say his last name. But the Oladipo, the Pacers are missing one of their better players and they're still playing extremely well. My, Malcolm Brogdon, has, he's been playing very, very well. I think he's definitely in the, for me anyway, he would be in the consideration for most improved player. The Pacers are twelve and seven right now, without Oladipo. It's pretty impressive. They're they're definitely going to be a playoff team. It wouldn't surprise me if they were a top four seed in the East because you're getting a guy coming back that when, when if you're playing this well already and you're missing one of your best players when he comes back, I can't imagine it being anything but but better for them. They're going to have another guy that can score, another guy that can take over the game, and Brogdon has been sensational. Great. Sam, what's the head-to-head matchup? What What is the career totals or whatever for the Grizzlies versus Pacers?
0: Their regular season record, the Pacers hold the 29-18 to 18 on that one. 29-18? Yep. Pacers have 29, Grizz have 18. Not super great, but we only play them, you know. twice a year, couple times a year. It's
1: an Eastern Conference team. It's going to be interesting, and also with the injuries, the jaw, the, the injury report had jaws week to week. So I don't know. Back spasms can be light. Our back spasms can be almost crippling. They can, and so I can relate. I, I don't know. I, I'm worried about how long he may miss here, and if Jaws not playing, I just don't know what the Grizzlies. I, I don't know what they have for him. I hope they have something. I hope somebody steps up. I think if ja is out, you're gonna have to see one of these guys, one of these wings that have not been producing. They're gonna have to produce. Tyus Jones has had pretty good assist games. But he hasn't really shot the ball all that well all year long. He hasn't scored, and he's a backup point guard. You don't expect him to score a lot, but he's just missing a lot of his shots. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that that's going to come around. I don't know. I, I didn't watch Tyus Jones a lot before he came to Memphis, but I, I hope that he can kind of turn that around because you need some production from him. You need more than just assist. because if you're a pass-only guy, then you it's worked out pretty well for Rajon Rondo, but Tyus Jones does not have the skill set that Rajon Rondo has. Nope. So, you know, if you can't shoot the ball and everybody knows that you're going to pass it, then they're going to play off of you, and Tyus Jones has to figure something out to make that adjustment to make the teams pay for it. If Jai ends up missing an extended period, we're gonna get an extra look at some of these guys to figure out what they can bring to the table and hopefully it's something good. Hopefully they figure it out. And when Jai comes back they can continue that. They they play well with him gone. And then when he comes back and he goes to the bench, they can get in the game and the grizzlies don't just stall. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, all right, so Pacers Monday, and then they travel to Chicago on Wednesday. The, the Grizzlies actually played Chicago in the home opener. Mm. They lost 110-102, to 102, and we had zero defense for Zach Levine. Trash the, defense. The Grizzlies, like, Levine just had his way. He mm-hmm. was eating. He scored 37 points uh, on the Grizz that night got to play better defensively we I think one of the keys of the victory in in that game is slowing Zach Levine down right now they're missing Otto Porter Jr. Laurie Markkinen Um, he's one of the younger guys on the Bulls roster and he he's projected to be a, a pretty good NBA player but he's not really producing at as high level as he did last year even so he's kind of underachieving right now Zach Levine's the guy. I think if you can put handcuffs on him, if you can find a way to slow him down, the if the well, if the coach doesn't do it for him, but <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into that. Gri- Grizzlies have got to figure out a way to slow Zach Levine down. This is two young teams. Mm-hmm. The one thing that the Bulls have above the Grizzlies at this point is Zach Levine and he is he's a scorer he gets buckets and and the Grizzlies they don't have anybody as prolific as Zach Levine when Zach Levine is on he's very hard to guard and right now the Grizzlies I think John Morant is going to be that guy he's just not there yet he's still learning the game picking it up very very well so We'll see in this one. You you got the uh, the head to head against the I, Bulls. I do.
0: They've played forty eight regular season games. Uh, the Bulls lead that twenty eight to twenty two.
1: Twenty eight to twenty two. All of these are pretty close. Yeah, they are. I was really figuring that some of these would have been a little more lopsided, but
0: uh, well, we're, we're not
1: done yet. So. <laughs> not done yet. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, what you're telling me is the Utah head to head is pretty rough.
0: Yeah. Bit. yeah <laughs> yeah what yeah what
1: was the utah head <laughs> yeah
0: did? they they've played 90 of course you know they play each other quite a bit per mm-hmm. season at least four times and the jazz hold a 57 to 33 there, lead on that there one. it is yeah found there's it. a little bit I alongside found it, it. <laughs>
1: yeah so the grizzlies are one and one this year against the jazz um we, we've kind of we talked about friday night's game and how the jazz I can't ever say it. it's Bogdanovich. I I butcher his first name every time.
0: It's I say it's Bojan.
1: Bojan. He had the quietest 30-point Bo- night I've ever Bo- seen in Bojan, my life.
0: Bojan, the way they pronounced it last night.
1: We, we were we were watching. <laughs> we're sitting there live watching the game, and at one point I look up at the scoreboard, and I'm like, holy crap, he's almost a 30. And Sam looked. I didn't believe it. Yeah, he he had to look at the scoreboard himself because he's like, like, no, he
0: doesn't. I was like, no way. And I look. I'm like, holy crap! He's got 27.
1: Yeah, just shooting free throws. He just quietly dropped 30 on. He sure did. It was not a flashy 30. It Mm -mm. didn't. I I sure did not think that he was anywhere in the ballpark of 30. But I know he
0: can do it. But I mean,
1: he was the silent assassin.
0: Last Ugh. night against the
1: Grizz. He oh. killed me. <laughs> One thing's for certain. If Ja Morant is not healthy, if Ja misses multiple games here, and he sets out this week against these teams, the Grizzlies got some work to do. Yep. With Ja Morant, they got a chance to play with these teams. If Ja is out, man, I'm not sure what they're going to do. That You have to have other guys step it up. We're going to cut it off right there, guys. We don't really have my... Much of anything else for you. We're we're running right around where we wanted to be, around the 30-minute mark. Sam, you got anything else right now?
0: Free Josh Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Free
1: Josh Jackson.
0: Actually, I do have one thing. It is the JV fun fact.
1: JV fun fact. Yes.
0: All right. Jonas has been playing professional basketball since he was 16, and he was playing for the the Lithuania national team.
1: He was how old? Sixteen. Sixteen years mm-hmm. old. A boy among among men out, out there uh, playing. Must
0: have been a big man. Well, big boy among mm-hmm. men. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sixteen year that's I can't even imagine a sixteen year old mm-hmm. kid playing against grown men. That's
0: He did. And he did well, obviously.
1: He he was probably like six foot nine by the yeah. time he was sixteen years. I don't know how that's tall he still was, still huge. That, that's pretty impressive. It's a foot so taller I, than me. I'm going to make you do that every show, Sam. <laughs> yeah? You, you got to find me a JV fun fact of the day for every show. Okay. All right.
0: It shall be done.
1: JV Superfan bringing us a JV fun fact for every single episode. I'll do it. He's going to have some work to do, guys. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at DWill2111. The show is at Hootball Grizz, Sam? Where can we find you?
0: Twitter as well. It B uh, SammyB1118. That is a capital S, lowercase A M M Y, capital B, 1118. That's 1118.
1: All right, guys, that's all we got. I'm going to give you one more thing before we go. I want you to go to the website, it's hoop-ball.com. Sign up for our newsletter, it's absolutely free. It costs you nothing. It's about 10 seconds. You you put in your email address. You sign up. It's free. Our fearless leader, Aaron Brewski. He, he puts this out every week. Lots of great insight. It costs you nothing. If you're a basketball fan, if you're a fantasy guy, read the letter. It's worth the time. How much, I, I will guarantee you this. It's a, You're getting a guarantee from Hootball Grizz today. You will not find better free information. Great stuff. I I get it. As soon as the, you know, I I check my email quite often. As soon as it's in there, I pop it up. I read it almost immediately after it's released. As soon as it's in my inbox, I'm sitting there reading it. So go to it. Again, I'll give you the website. It's hoop-ball.com. Don't forget the dash hoop-ball.com. Sign up for the bruise letter. And until next time. Go Grizz! Go Grizz! Yay, guys! This has been a Ball presentation. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.